The situation and information around COVID-19 is changing every day. With that in mind, please note that this episode was recorded on March 30th. This is a special edition of Of Note, a podcast on innovation. We are having timely conversations with some of the innovators from season one about the coronavirus pandemic and how it's affecting their personal, professional, and business lives. Today, we are talking with Mary Beth Westmoreland. Mary Beth is a Senior Vice President and Chief Technology Officer for BlackBot Corporation. She is responsible for leading the company's worldwide technology strategy, architecture, and user experience across their entire solution portfolio. Mary Beth has been named one of the 2017 Top 50 Most Powerful Women in Technology by the National Diversity Council. When we talked last, Mary Beth discussed the ever-evolving tech landscape and why companies are not only required to keep up, but obligated to. We have a lot of different methods that drive innovation. I mean, the primary one is you build teams of great people and give them problems to solve. Don't tell them how to solve it, right? Put a, a team of UX folks and engineers and product managers and really amazing, talented people together and tell them, here's the problem. And then let them engage with the customers to truly understand it and solve it in ways that are super creative that no one might have thought of. She also detailed her history in the industry as a lifelong engineer and technologist. From a personal perspective, I can tell you 30 years ago, I wanted to be known as an engineer, not as a woman, because I felt like when I wrote code, people would look at the code and they would say, wow, that's a pretty good code for a woman. And I, I thought, you know, I don't want you to see me as a woman. I want you to see me as an engineer. And I want you to put my code up blindly against any other engineer and see it for what it is. And how she believes diversity is what can truly differentiate a company in the technology field. If you haven't watched Mary Beth's videos or listened to the podcast session, check it out online at scribblesc.com. So how have you been, Mary Beth? I know uh, uh, I was just I was just sitting thinking about this and preparing, and I even wrote down this note. I'm like, I remember the the whole Scribble uh, project started with you, and I don't know if you remember this, but when we got there, it was like an early stormy morning, high winds. <laughs> <It> just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a reflection on our our friendship or. <laughs> Maybe a tribute to it. I don't know, but but yeah, I think that uh, we're all we're all doing fine. I mean, it's it's a little bit you know unsettling to watch the numbers of the virus you know continue to increase and some of the impact that it's having is starting to hit closer to home, and that's yep. always scary. But you know, we're taking the warning seriously and kind of huddled up at home, and we've adjusted pretty well. But yeah, it's just it's it's unprecedented. What's happening? It's just it's unprecedented. You know, BlackBods uh, is a is a multinational. It's a global corporation. You have you know global customers, and we'll touch on that later. But to you, as as a CTO and a technologist, uh, I mean, I'm sure you know your way around remote work and you know telecommunications and 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 um, telecommuting. Um, you know, is is has this brought you know? Do you have you did you normally have to work on the go and 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 telecommute quite often, or or has this you know impacted even your own uh, workflow in, in terms of how you're having to uh, manage your team? 
Yeah, and I think the answer is yes and yes. <laughs> yeah, so I I am used to working on the go and, you know, having a laptop and being able to access my team and communicate with them asynchronously and synchronously. But at the same time, this is completely different. The, the the way we're working now, even though we're used to working remotely, is we're, you know, we're we're in our homes. Mm-hmm. A lot of our teams are juggling being parents and caregivers with trying to, you know, do their jobs. And so giving them grace and space to do that, I think it's making us all more human. But in terms of just the logistics, I mean, we're lucky, we're fortunate at BlackBot. We have, all of our employees have laptops. They're all enabled via microphones and webcams. And Mm -hmm. we have lots of tools like WebEx and we use Microsoft Teams to do group hangouts. Um, and, And, you know, you're right, we're a global company. So a lot of our teams are used to working with folks who, live in other regions and who are working out of other locations. So to some extent, we are used to it. But one of the reasons this is so different is that now everyone, every single person is working remotely. (laughs) So we're all at home and we're all dialing in. And the other thing I would say is that I think we have to be very, very, you know, sensitive to the fact that we're all under a lot of stress as human beings. I I think we all have to be very cognizant of that. And it's, it, it, we have to continue to give our teams a level of support and grace and space. And we have to remind them that we're getting through this together. It's not just about how we're communicating, it's it's what we're communicating, right? We have to over-communicate during this time and make sure that we're checking in on people's stress level and how they're doing as a family and how we can help and support them through this. Hey, uh, that's And I was going to ask you that, sort of like, what is some advice for you know, for companies and people, leaders, teams who who are, you know, because of this, potentially doing this for the first time. Well, and I would say, be empathetic and be yourself, right? Be it's okay to share how you're feeling and how your stress level is, and and doing so, evoking some of that same conversation with your teams, and really understanding where they're coming from and how you can help and support them differently. So it's not just about the amount of time that you reach out to them and the words that you use. It's about taking that time to to listen and to help people adjust to the situations that we're all living through. Mm-hmm. How do you, uh, you know, uh, uh, because our point of view of also talking about innovation with this, how do you deal with um, parts of the process where, uh, and I mean, we're struggling with this right now here at, at the agency of, you know, we, we can do a lot of the things remotely that we normally would do. And sometimes when we break away to do our own sort of solo work, it's, it's actually great. But, you know, how do you bring for example, people together to do a blue sky session or a brainstorm, something where you, you need some, you know, you know how that goes, that, that the messiness of, of, of just having a bunch of people in a room and thinking out loud together. How, how does one do that uh, now? I think tools are really important in this. We have tools that enable, in a large setting, folks to raise their hand because they want to weigh in to share their screens, to do some like real-time whiteboarding together. Hmm. But it's still, I would say, difficult. It's not as easy as when you have a crowd huddled up 
on a whiteboard with a bunch of markers who are, you know, able to collaborate in real time. Yeah. And I thought that was quite appropriate for you all because, you know, once again, I remember, you know, the tables with crayons that, um, <laughs> that you guys have at your corporate headquarters. And it's just such a wonderful, it was such a wonderful contrast. And, and again, it came back to me now of, you know, you're, you were in this technology company who has remote offices, remote employees, remote talent. Um, they probably do the remote game really well. And yet crayons, you know, paper, uh, whiteboards, those those sort of organic things are still there. Blackboard works with many organizations, nonprofits, cultural organizations, faith communities, educators, um, you know, all participants in that social good community. Um, can you speak to what challenges you're seeing that those organizations are facing through this? Because I don't think a lot of people um, think through that. I think a large, large part of our listeners, you know, listeners are entrepreneurs and businesses, but with respect to the social good community, can you give a picture of what challenges they're facing? Sure. I'd be happy to. And quite honestly, this situation that we're all living through is very fluid. And so we're learning more every day. And right now, all of us and the Blackbot family, we're, we're overly focused on our customers right now. And really thinking about how this COVID-19 is impacting their organizations. And you mentioned that we serve nonprofits and K-12 schools and universities, healthcare institutions. It's it's really different for each vertical we serve, but I'll just give you a couple of specific examples. And many of our private K-12 schools are moving to virtual classrooms and your son may mm-hmm. have some interaction with his preschool class, I'm not sure. Yes. But for us to be able to provide integration with our K-12 solutions so that it enables teachers to be able to do virtual learning, we've integrated our ensuite with Zoom. And so we're able to help make that happen for them. Now, food banks, as an alternative to that, I mean, they're seeing such an increase in volume and we're leveraging our Blackbond Merchant Services to help them continue to scale their donations. Meanwhile, organizations like arts and cultural institutions like museums and zoos and aquariums, they've had to shut their doors. Mm -hmm. They've had to shut their doors to physical visitors. And so we're helping them with best practices for things like how do you engage with supporters of your organization in a different way via virtual meetings, via via virtual, um, via email messages and digital messaging. And so we're, we're really thinking differently about how to help our supporters. And we've actually put some really cool things into play. We, we've we created an integration for our faith-based communities so that the leaders of small groups within a church can engage virtually with their teams through things like virtual meetings. And we've done things like integrate our Just Giving um, and other online donation platforms with virtual events so that mm-hmm. rather than large nonprofits who are used to running big virtual events or big physical events like run, walk, ride events can do them virtually. And we can integrate that with their ability to engage and donate. Those are the things that we're focused on. And we're we're shifting quickly to help and enable our customers. And one other thing I'll mention is that we're doing things like giving away our e-learning resources for free. All of our recorded e-learning resources, we make available now to all of our customers so that they can understand those best practices and they can shift their business in this time of challenge. 
do you feel like, you know, when, when this is all said and done and we're hopefully in a, in a, in a recovery soon that these shifts that you're making will, will stay, will stay permanent or will have a lasting impact on people in their workflow. Um, you know, that, that the video content that they are able to put out will start to become a part, for example, of how they engage their customers moving forward, even though there may not be social restrictions anymore. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's going to change all of us as people, not just as businesses. I think we're definitely going to be a lot more agile in terms of our ability to work remotely and maybe more empathetic to people's individual situations as human beings. And then, yes, as a, as a business, as a nonprofit, I do expect that they'll be able to adopt some of these best practices in a virtual world that's going to help them grow in the longer term. And that doesn't mean that they're not going to go back to engaging in a face-to-face and and putting on all these amazing galas and events that they do. It just means that they're going to be armed with additional tools and skills that are going to help them scale the business in a different way. Do you have any, you know, for, for, for of course, your, your team sounds really busy right now and right making all of these pivots, be it your internal BlackBot team or your, or your clients, your customers and their teams. Do you have any advice for, uh, for any of them in terms of how to stay productive and optimistic during this time of uncertainty? Well, the first piece of advice I would, I would tell anyone who asked me that is make sure you take care of yourself and take care of your family. And it's a really stressful time. And for us to to provide that level of support to each other and to our neighbors during this time is is important. Uh, but then, yeah, I mean, I, and I think that it's going to again make us more empathetic and and agile thinkers. <laughs> but you know, when I think about how to stay productive and optimistic during this time, I I, I can't help but look at all of the good that's happening as a result of this 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 horrible pandemic that's affecting so many. You know, I, I think about local restaurants that are giving food away and, and doctors that are helping patients via things like telemedicine and of course, physical medicine and all the the healthcare workers and volunteers and, you know, grocery store clerks who are, who are giving their time and putting themselves at risk for each other and neighbors checking on each other. And I could go on and on, but what I find helps my productivity more than anything is finding all of the amazing good that that people are offering during some of this you know, the, some of the most challenging times that I've ever lived through. Yeah, I think you it's sort of coming back to the to the top, you, what you said about, you know, we're, we're all working remotely or we're all sort of apart, separated. But the feeling of togetherness and humanity, it seems like has been has been extraordinary and has, has, has definitely been amped up because we've had to be more human in order to get through this, especially being separated. Um, and, and so I just, I just love that, that positivity, um, to, to what you're saying. You know, I, I asked that before I asked this question, it's a bit more nuts and bolts, but, um, you know, human resources, HR, you kept, you kept saying, you know, you got to give people space, space and grace, um, uh, which I'm assuming is sort of the first big thing with any of that. But, but how, how have 
have you as an organization or as a company tried to do that, uh, you know, with your own teams? Uh, you know, are you are you all relaxing standards in some ways or just or really just trying to be more um, together and there for people as they as they uh, weather some of the needs of of of, uh, of giving care, to both their, their children and potentially other uh, others as well, their parents, grandparents and so forth? Yeah, I mean, uh, for sure. And I'm not sure that I would describe it as relaxing standards. I mean, I think that at Blackwater, our culture is to really support our employees through through challenging times as, as you know, to the best of our ability. So, yeah, I mean, we're definitely all working remotely now, which is <laughs> something new for our HR team and really for all of us. <laughs> but And we're getting used to it, which is kind of cool. But we've, um, and, and yes, we realize that people's schedules are going to have to be a little bit more flexible now because they're taking care of children. Some of them, again, are becoming school teachers and, yeah. and you know, caretakers. But beyond that, we're also doing things like giving, uh, we're increasing our matching gift donation so that as an individual, if I want to give to a cause that I care about, where BlackBot might match that gift, we're increasing that level of donation. We are also, as a company, making a donation to the World Health Organization, the UN Foundation's COVID-19 Response Fund, wow. um, which is really important to us. Um, and we're, we're looking at other ways to help our employees this tough time by trying to minimize you know, the, the economic risk to them. And it's very early days for us, and we're looking at the numbers and understanding what's happening. And again, really focused on our customers. Um, and that's another thing about Blackbaud that I think is unique, that all of us are very focused on what's happening to our customers during this time and how we can help them, mm -hmm. which I think unites us as a team and and gets us through. It's, it's essentially the last day of March uh, when we're talking here. How long do you feel like we're, we're, we're going to be in this in this state of being, uh, you know, you, you see this as a six, eight week horizon, or you think this is going to last into the fall? I think it's all about what your definition of lasting is. You know, we have a great um, executive led disaster response team that follows all of the federal, state and local mm -hmm. ordinances and what's happening within the communities and and then wraps it up and, and helps and shares that information. And right now, if we just listen to what those uh, you know what, what everyone is saying the we're definitely at least end of april um working in this situation meaning you know in in this in this pseudo lockdown state we we know that as an economy that the toll is that it's taking is interesting to say the least yeah. Yeah. how that's going to affect us is probably going to be a longer term runway in front of us. It's it, that's not going to be over in the next thirty days. But look, we're resilient as a company. We're healthy as a company. We're resilient as a workforce, and I think we're resilient as a country. And I I think that we will rebound. But it's going to be months for sure before we're back to normal. And as you said, it's probably the silver lining in all of this is to revisit our humanity and strengthen those bonds that bring us together, right? During a time when we have to live apart and work apart. 
Um, and I just want to say I appreciate you uh, taking the time to, 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 again, speak with us and inspire us today to fight the good fight. Um, you know, for our listeners and, and for everyone out there, there's there's a lot more content we, we, we have with Mary Beth. And I would encourage you to uh, to log on to ScribbleSC.com and, and, and listen and, and watch that content. Um, it's very enlightening. Uh, and again, I just want you to say thank you for, for taking the time with us, Mary Beth. And, and I hope that we get the chance to talk again under better circumstances uh, and um, but until then uh, I, I wish you well uh, you and your family and uh, please stay safe thank you so much for having me it was real, uh, really an honor and a pleasure as always and please hug, hug your kids and your wife and we're going to get through this together absolutely thank you so much take care take care bye bye Thank you for listening to our special edition of Of Note. We hope you found this conversation useful and informative. Please rate and share with your friends.